it's so hard to do things. And the beauty of sobriety is that it is simply not doing something. Mm-hmm. There's very few things, if anything, that you can feel so productive by simply not doing. Unless maybe you do something worse, then it's like, oh, good. I'm so glad I stopped, like, you know. Yeah, that's really good, Kidnapping Andy. cats and, you know. I think we'll use that for the cold open. That's a nice sentiment. Yeah, and you just all you got to do is not do it. Yeah, but yeah, that's a really good way to look at yeah. it. Go to the gym it's, every it day. Seems that's like fucking not... hard. But yes, what it if is. someone was like, just, just don't, don't go mm-hmm. ever. guys, welcome to another episode of Al Anonymous. If you're enjoying Al Anonymous, the podcast, please consider subscribing to the Patreon at patreon.com slash alanonymous. If you don't feel like paying for my otherwise free pod, it would mean a whole lot if you could subscribe, rate, and review Al Anonymous on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And if that's too much for you, perhaps you can Tell all your friends how much you love the pod. Thanks, guys, and enjoy this episode. Hello, listeners. This is Al, and you are listening to Al Anonymous. I am in the backseat of a 2019 (laughs) Tacoma. I don't know the make. What's the make of a Tacoma? It's a Toyota. Toyota Tacoma. And my guest is in the front. And we're parked in Gowanus. Safely. We're good. And I'm going to introduce my guest right now. Andy, introduce yourself. You're my guest. Welcome. Welcome to Al Anonymous. Thank you, Al. By way of your very own Toyota Tacoma. Yep, here very, we are. Very nice car. Yeah, my new car. It's nice. Um, it's good to be here. You want me to like introduce myself, I say mean, a few words about myself? I mean, I can right now. I, mean, I usually Andy. tell people I'm a friend of Al's. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Don't make fun of me on my own podcast. Do you actually say when, that you're a friend of Al's? There's a time when I use my friendship with you as a kind of like a shorthand explanation, explanation of what, something. For why you're at such a but place? I, I think it's sort of like, <laughs> no, I think it's maybe has to do with when people ask me about Twitter uh, or uh, Yes. Edward told me to follow you on Twitter when he first Edward got on Twitter. Edward told me to follow you on Twitter. And that's how we became friends. Yeah. Because we have the same sense of humor. And we both loved drinking at the time. I still love drinking. I just don't do it anymore. Yeah. But that leads us to our topic. Yeah. Oh, right. Andy's an artist and a father. That's I'll, true. I'll put that in the description. A new father. A brand new father. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, so Andy, the artist and new dad, is <laughs> participating in dry January. It's true. And how's that going for you? It's great. Yeah? Um, it's my first 
dry month. Ever? No. I would say that the last one I did, I was estimating yesterday um, to be something like 2015. Wow. So seven years ago. Mm -hmm. And then I kind of um, even modified that estimation a little bit more um, because to say that my last dry month was seven years ago implies that maybe I've had a dry week right in that span of time but i don't think i've done that either you know yeah no i i I get it you know outside of like sort of like randomly getting a bad cold and stringing like yeah or being too hungover or being so fucking hungover that i maybe don't drink for like three days yeah Um, that's a lot honestly for me it was like two days was three actually was a lot that was the most i could go probably yeah and it was usually due to that a hangover calls for celebration yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly uh exactly uh so what made you want to try this month out well like there was the suggestion obviously like the cultural suggestion Culture. of sober january it was already there yeah yeah um but it's also a little bit of a of a big one for me um, because of the aforementioned baby. Baby. My um, four-and-a-half-month-old baby <laughs> boy. Um, so tiny and sweet. So cute and tiny and sweet. Um, and in his own tiny sweet way he's demanding as hell as heck mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. um particularly just like schedule stuff like he's kind of settled into waking up between like 5 a.m and 6 a.m um every day damn for the foreseeable he's in the 6 a.m club yeah the, the like winners and the the grinders the hustlers yeah yeah, he's got like a winning baby rise already. and grind <laughs> for real. Um, milk and um, tummy time. Oh, and just you know, taking things in. Um, that's that's like the mostly what be, being a baby is. Yeah, taking it all in. Yeah, I mean it's great. Like what, he wakes up and he's like, wah, wah, wah. and then, mm-hmm. but he just wants to eat milk, mm-hmm. drink. We say eat. Yeah, okay. We say, do you need to eat? But everyone when, knows we mean drink. Yes. Um, yes. And, uh, and then once, once that is done, he's like down. When do they start eating like baby food? Soonish. Hmm. Soonish, in the next month or two. Did you read any baby books um, while to prepare? Oh, I got a book called i think the birthing partner um which is a pretty <laughs> the, like, the one who's not giving which birth. is like a pretty popular like woke book uh-huh. um it's a little bit um it was a little bit more than i need than i asked for because they kind of speak to you like you're going like you're a midwife a little bit not really a midwife well, they, kind of- they, they presume that you're gonna have a home birth Pretty much everything is like right. in the language of like our hospital births uh, frowned upon now, and like the 
woke mm, community, no. like anti-vax community. I feel like that there's a correlation. I was kind of shocked at how many people. God, we could really go like birth story here. I guess. I guess. Yeah, we. This would be a first on. I mean, not like birth story. I'm just saying, like, this is like actually. This is interesting to me. I don't. And I'm actually like far enough away from it because it's been four and a half months that I don't like talk about it all the time. Yeah. But um, I'll try to. I'll try to be quick. A, I was kind of like surprised how many random friends were just like, "Are you guys doing home birth?" And I was just like, "No, like that." And and my some of my attitudes have changed. Uh-huh. Um, fast forward, like to me, it was sort of like, "What? Like, why would you really do that? Like, what?" <laughs> yeah. Um, it's so you know, like you I walk you really walk through a cemetery it. or something from like, uh. You know, and looking at gravestones from like the 1930s or something or 1870s, and <laughs> right. it's just like Jet died in childbirth, died yeah, in childbirth, right, blah, 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 you know. Right. And <laughs> you're, like, you're like, this like is one thing the... we like figured out, like that. It anyway. <laughs> Dickinsonian times, you know. Um, and uh, and there's there's it's fucked up because there's a lot of like competition among women. Uh, you know, and Wait, a lot, who has like the best home birth? Yeah, or like who's has is so good at not getting an epidural and Ugh. yada yada yada. It's just like one that more sucks. one more thing. Another thing. You know, it's like that yeah, like sucks. I only gained like twelve pounds and I, I didn't hate have being an epidural. A woman. I hate yeah, being fun. assigned female at birth. However, it sucks. Um, this is just never well, ends, you can, huh? You know, <laughs> never that is, ends. You know, <laughs> mean girls. All the way, yeah, till, till death. No, it's brutal. Christ, you guys are fucking. I know, I know. <laughs> so wonderful. It's and it's really and, something and yet, else, and yet so terrible to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but you need us for for to raise your sons. Men are pretty fucking barbaric. I don't. I, I think it's they're, weird. To they're like, simple. <laughs> It's a simpler kind of violence we pursue towards <laughs> yeah. each other. Like really, like I'll I'll punch your lights out. Exactly. Yeah. Instead That's, of like, yeah, wild ass mind games. Yeah. So anyway, long right. story short, without yes. without actually going into the story of this childbirth, Earth. which was fundamentally um, without without any sort of medical emergency. Um, oh, that's great. Um, was it traumatic nonetheless? But still, it's fucking nuts. Yeah, and, I can um, imagine. And, like, you're in there, you know, and I've got, like, my playlist is wonderful. Well, pl- and there's, you play, like... You played a playlist during the childbirth? I mean, you kind of have to. You're in there forever. And, like, you turn wow. off the lights in the room. And we had our, like, LED candle because you can't... Wow! You can't have like a so real you, fire in I there. didn't know that this. Yeah, this and is we were so doing all the shit. Like I was like doing this thing that I had learned from a video I watched. So I was doing. I was being a birth partner actually mm-hmm. for a you moment. Were, you were. Um, and uh, doing this weird thing where you like squeeze on the the uh, on your partner the birthing part the birthers the, birther. the birthers hips while they're like uh-huh. kind of like leaned over a chair and it's like this stuff that you do that like does um, it push the baby out more <laughs> no it doesn't push the just baby feels out better? it's sort of like yeah you're like working against these like contractions and convulsions and shit and Jesus. then there was also this tens machine you know one of those things with the little electrodes you put on that sends little oh. kind of like non 
It's like a yeah. thing you use so like when there's a contraction, like, well, you just the like things that they put basically on barking dogs when they bark, they get shocked. Maybe it's not like a. Sh- it's like a shock that's not meant to feel bad. Yeah, yeah. It's like you put it on your back when it's out and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But um, in this case, it's kind of like the same principle of like pinching your hand when you're getting a shot or something. It's just like supposed to be a sensation to di- distract you. Oh, okay. Right, um, right, right. That's like when you have a bug bite, you like pinch yourself somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. So I was running that. <laughs> Very good. Good. Um, and anyway, one thing led to another, like, eventually, like, the it went from born. being cute, um, kind of like right. this picture-esque, like, yeah, like, new, new age, like, spacey, like, jazz kind of situation going on. Uh-huh. Um, you know, like, you have your, like, the perfect, like, whatever. I'm not going to talk about while actual. Your, while your baby is I'm born, Jesus. Not jazz. That's so you. Not jazz. Like, there's a lot of, what, like. Give me, just give me something that was on that playlist. Okay, there was, like, this hour-long track by this French um, kind of, like, new age for, like, DIY new age guy, Ariel Calma. Very obscure. I've never heard very, of it. Very, very obscure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, cool. And it's, like, the horn is very, like, has a lot of delay on it and shit. It's not jazz. Oh. Fuck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, did uh, your did your bir- did the birther like enjoy this music too? Maybe we should just call her Laura. Okay. Did Laura enjoy this music too? Yeah. No. I mean, it was like it was. It was a. I, I wasn't group like. Sh- I, I wasn't know. like. Oh, babe, I've been meaning it. Check out my friend's band camp or whatever. I just can't imagine. Um, both of you guys liking that sort of music. She, I think in that time, things were really like baby music, like what we had deemed like mm-hmm. a sort of very personal and broad kind of like right. catch-all phrase, which was baby just like music. anything kind of like, yeah, that went on for a long time. And mm-hmm. similarly, like when he was first born, like there was, actually, that's not true. By the time he came out, I was like, I don't want to ever hear a single one of those fucking songs again. <laughs> because the playlist was maybe like four or five hours long, you know, mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. maybe even six. Yeah. But the birth was like 13. Christ. So it was like, and I remember at the end, like the midwife when, when um, I'm not doing you- Laura, when Elle was trying to push <laughs> out <laughs> the baby. Uh-huh. Like, the midwife is like, okay, but put something else on. And I was like, ah! <laughs> like, I can't <laughs> play any more fucking songs. And I'm literally, like, holding her <laughs> leg in the air her by the knee because she Jesus. can't move it because at this point she had had, like, an epidural. Um, no shame. But anyway, man. that was the, that was, which brings me back to my point, which is, like, there's a, there is a, uh, <laughs> there was a secret, a sequence of events that were, like, kind of, uh, set off by the protocols of the hospital, starting with like inducing the births because. Um, Do you need drugs her, to induce? The birth? Yeah, that's, that's a drug, the thing that and then that like. makes the labor come on really strong, yeah. and then that makes you need to have an epidural. I and would, then, I and would then, do it that and way. And then like thirteen hours, and then still. the baby's like coming too fucking fast, so they had to like quit the induction drug, and then suddenly it was like all this like one thing had led to the each intervention. Jesus. begat the next one oh and this is like two you know like super you know whatever educated and prepared for exactly this type of scenario with our like you know woke ass midwife 
And still it was like, what's happening? Like, why do we feel so out of control of like what's going on um, with Mm -hmm. her body? And let alone like people who don't have anyone advocating for them and don't know what they're getting into and are maybe like 20 years younger or or more. Yeah. So having a a midwife like a that's common practice. It's pretty common. Like they're an OBG. Okay, A doctor. Basically. Cool. But like, this person happened to be like an old friend and live we when we, we were living in Bedstead then um, That's very lived nice. like so on the sweet. next block and her practice was out of her like cute ass brownstone and her life was perfect. Mm-hmm. So um, she was there as a birthing partner. So, anyways, that was like we got sidetracked there. But I walked out of there being like, I see why people could want to like stay out of the kind of. Um, hospital environment if possible because you sort of are beholden to the protocols and liabilities of that what they're doing world and it's it's way way different and people have been having babies for like you know hell long (laughs) yeah they have been (laughs) yeah wow so anyways that's interesting i really thank you for sharing that that's really something how um, is Elle doing now? She's good. She just went back to work. She's kind of like... Damn. She's, you know... Rise and grind. Having it all. Yeah, Rise so to speak. and, and grind. It's, it's who, really sad because... Wait, who is watching the baby right now? We have three days a week. We have a nanny. Amazing. You found you found one you like? Yeah, she's pretty great. I mean, for, honestly, we only found one. They were all like wanting full time and like uh-huh. very expensive and... Um, yeah. I mean, uh, it's, it's super. What style expensive. nanny did you get? I re- I remember you called me when I was in Miami and you were asking about nannies and you're like, well, oh, I could right. get like a U style nanny, and I thought that was really cute. Yeah, we didn't get a U style nanny. We oh, got like a I'm lifelong. Sorry. We got a lifelong a career nanny. A career nanny, but she's kind of like a she's professional, but she wasn't on any of like the websites. Mm-hmm. How'd you find her? Um, through a friend. Oh, nice. That's how, um, how the best things are found, I guess. And she, she, uh, she's chill. Cool. She seems she seems to really, really be a very functional nanny, and like not that, like she could not like connect to the internet, or she can't like operate the keys to the door or anything like that. She just like stays right, yeah, in the house the with the baby, and okay. she's like really good at that, and he's always so that kind of really nanny. happy. Yeah, yeah. She's just like a nanny. Oh, that's and, cute. Like, yeah, we're pretty hands off. Um, well, she if you have ever need a sitter best, for um, English, right? So oh, it's wait, like so best you... to just. I'm like, he's happy. Are you trying to make him bilingual? Not really. Yes, you are. I mean, her her primary language is Bengali. I think is mm-hmm. how you say the language of Bangladesh. Um. So. I mean, that would be cool, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> but not as immediately. Right, um, right. Not as immediately useful as, say, Spanish Espanol. or Chinese. So anyways. Right. Well, I'm glad you got a nanny. If you ever need a babysitter. It's huge. We just up. started. Um, yes, we will. Uh, it, we just started with her like two weeks ago. So this whole moment that you're catching me in is like very. Wow. Yeah. We're transition. transitional after four months of like really. Yeah, just that must be crazy. <laughs> stay at home, co like parental leave, co parental leave. Yeah, do you feel like 
free or you do you feel anxious because you want to be with you should like you're worried about your son or i mean imagine no, it's both. nice it's, I, it's like remarkable my ability to like like i hadn't thought of him because you've today. been making art <laughs> yeah until we until we got onto it don't and, you love getting into but a flow it really does in the studio? I, I just love it it's the best feeling yeah um <laughs> Yeah, but then I get home and he's there. Yeah, um, you really got you guys have pretty good lives, huh? Yeah, we really do. And you're raising like a cool boy in the Lower East Side. Yeah, he's gonna be so cool. It's going to be obnoxious. I hope so. I mean, but <laughs> no. who knows? It's kind of a thing, like where you want your kids to be cool, but not like, not like cool, cool, because everyone knows what's cool. Yeah, drugs. Drugs. Yeah. I know. Risk taking. Mm-hmm. Being bad. Um, yeah. Being based. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I, I just hope that he's nice and he's happy. Oh, oh my God. I, I think we can apply some program jargon and say one day at a time. Yeah. With baby raising. Person raising. Seriously. Person. One sunrise at a time so yes uh the rise and grinds club yeah but so he's four and a half months and this so before you were doing sober january you how how was that with having a kid and like still like oh my god like first well lizzie oh it's okay i'll cut it no actually it's, it's fine okay it's fine. <laughs> All right. She hadn't, you know, obviously wasn't drinking for nine months. Yeah. So that was fucking major. Imagine, imagine that, yeah. Andy. Im- just imagine yeah. that. And I was. You didn't a, do that with her? Which. As a birthing no, partner? No. I mean, I definitely. I feel like that's a common thing. I definitely. Do. God, this guy is wild. I guess we're wild. We're sitting in yeah. the fucking, like, industrial wasteland in Listeners. a cul-de-sac with, like, two microphones yeah. in. There's a, uh, <laughs> a guy on a bicycle is just, you know, yeah. riding around, minding, not really minding his own business, actually. Um, no, he has, <laughs> it, he also just had a face. A, okay. a mug, if you will. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I, when that first came up, I was kind of like, all right, what's my uh, level of solidarity here with this, um, mm-hmm. with this uh, pregnancy, know, with this uh, not drinking, abstaining, thing. yeah. And it's funny; it is like so transformative and crazy having a kid that, like, thinking of our old apartment and like pregnantly, I can barely remember, but I was drinking mm-hmm. um, daily, and I would, I was, but I was like, not trying to be like stumbling around slurring my speech you're a little more self-conscious when the person next to you is sober you you were able to control your the level of your to some degree mm-hmm. but i would also go out and like mm-hmm. i mean one night i came out and i literally um like came home late i would and i would also always do classic um fucking drunk shit of like I'm just going, like, I need to go to this opening. I literally mm-hmm. just, like, need to be gone for, like, an hour. Mm-hmm. And, and like, one, <laughs> one morning, one, one morning, uh, <laughs> early, late one evening, I, like, literally came in, uh, and she had been sleeping, like, 
you know, it's three in the morning or whatever. Right. And I have le- I had left at like seven. And I guess there was like a pillow in front of the door or something. Uh-huh. To my defense. But I fell into the bedroom, like <laughs> crashed down onto the floor. Um, and, uh, and Lizzie like shot up in bed and I think said, what the fuck? You know, like what? Or like, wait, how was it like? That was loud. No, yeah. Like, um, like, what the fuck? You know, like, what (laughs) the actual fuck, Andy? Yeah. Like, what the actual fuck? And I I was like, there's a pillow. (laughs) I was like, I was like, yes, I am drunk, but I'm not falling into the room like like this, you know? Yeah. There was a fucking pillow. Um, uh huh. But that net, I was like, I was like, ooh, like this isn't not, like. I was like, here we are, you know, like, yeah, like here we safe. are. I fell into the house, like, <laughs> like you know, my pregnant, like pregnant. Oh, wife. this is when she was still pregnant. Yeah, okay. she's pregnant. Um. Oh my god. <laughs> so there was plenty of me drinking. Mm-hmm. Then. And I kind of knew it, but then... Um, Do you think you were, like, drinking like that because you were scared? No, that's just how I've been drinking for, like... Oh, it had nothing to do with, like, I, you're just going to get it all out. I mean, it's just not out. always a pillow. No, I... <laughs> usually there's okay. no pillow. <laughs> okay. I us- what I'm trying to draw a sort of line in the sand, which is that, like, I never fall down, you know what I mean? Okay. But... This is what we are telling ourselves. I don't fall down. Yeah, there was a pillow. But I slur my speech, and I completely um, incapacitate myself with a hangover mm-hmm. just because two friends came over for a casual dinner. Yeah. You know? Yes. I will drink two bottles of wine by mm-hmm. myself. No, that's easy. And like, easy to do. That's like, just like a right normal night. And, and like maybe some mezcal. Yeah. No, I get it. And I won't throw up, and I won't fall down yeah alcoholics never puke but i will be fucking decimated Mm -hmm. the hangover is honestly what got me to well not well actually yeah it was a hangover because it was i got like fired from my job from just like not being able to go in that's a big one yeah if they say it's getting in the way of your work yeah it's, if your life is or your becoming health. unmanageable. Yeah, yeah or if your, your life health. is becoming unmanageable. Well, so I had like some some versions of that in my life. Mm-hmm. One, I mean, it's harder to say with my work because I'm largely self-employed. You're an so artist. So I can't. Well, and I also do other stuff. Yeah, money, yeah. But yeah, I'm an artist. Um, so, you know, if I lose a day, I lose a day, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, that's a slippery slope. But that's a slippery slope. Not having slope. a job, it's, yeah, it's difficult. Yeah. yeah. Um, Even now when I don't drink, I fall into but the, the whole, I lose a day, then I lose a day. God, I'm like on your radio show and I'm still like talking over you. <laughs> no, I'm ta- I'm sorry. This is your, this is your episode. Let's, this <laughs> is who's all, interviewing you? Oh, yeah. All right. Let's get back to what you were saying. So... The other thing that's very real for me is that I I have like kind of whatever, just like kind of bad acid reflux that's um, somewhat genetic, but also like Mm. super exacerbated by being a heavy drinker, as I've identified. Heavy drinker. A heavy hitter. A heavy hitter. Um, You you do it good. You do it the right way. Yeah, yeah. Big leagues. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And... uh, 
So like manage that by taking like, you know, all kind of like Prilosec and Zantac. They straight up came out and said that like Zantac like gives you cancer. So, hmm. um, but these Wait, are all, what is what are prilosec? They're all these. Zantac? They're all these. Like, acid they're all these. They're, yeah, it's not like tums. It's like mm. more invasive shit that like makes makes it better. Um, and sometimes like so, it's like I just watched. I've just this had movie. like low grade. Like basically to shorten this one, it's like there's. I'm 41 years old. You don't look a day over 21. Thank you. You're welcome. I actually looked worse when I was. Looked older and more bedraggled when I was a little bit younger, and I actually partied even harder. Men, um, men have the privilege of aging well. Yeah, sometimes. Um, but anyway, long story short, like there's a like a, a f- uh, one of the unmanageable aspects of my drinking in the past has been a fear that I am shortening my life or ki- oh, you ki- killing myself. Are. To put it bluntly. You are. Um, yeah. That is, that's how that goes. Yeah. Um, and as you get, I'm 41. Mm-hmm. So when you start to like think about the like shortened lifespan, it starts to not it's scary. seem like that far. And of course now I've had a child. Yes. So it would be like, you know, for like an anxious person who like spends a lot of time like worrying about how things are going, what they're standing is, how they're doing, blah, blah, blah. It's like, that would be a real fucking, you know. Like if you died like, in your child's young life. <laughs> yeah, it's like, can yeah, you imagine? Like after great. all that shit, it's like you're like, you know. Yeah. What do you, what a, what's an expression? Getting your check? What? Getting, getting the check from your. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what like expression. the restaurant of life. <laughs> right. You know. Um, I guess check, so. please. Uh, what, whatever. <laughs> I swear to God. Checking out. Yeah, checking out. Checking out. Yeah, getting your last, closing down the closing shop. Closing your last tab. <laughs> yeah, at like whatever, 62 with like fucking <laughs> colon cancer, you know. Yeah, you have to take care of yourself. Yeah. Not just for yourself, but for I just, your family. It's not worth now. it. Like I've been worrying so much about how things are going to turn out. Yeah, honestly, and you're too old to be partying like that. I'm too fucking old. And it's I'm also... I'm sorry for that, like, Also, it's harshness. as... Yeah, as, like, you know, my mom used to say, you know, it's not funny and it's not cute. Oh, my God. I say that all the time. <laughs> Your mom sounds awesome. Yeah. It's not funny and it's not cute. Me- that. It's, that not, is it's what, not funny and it's not cute. That's what that is what I said about <laughs> my own drinking at the end of it. Like it's yeah. not funny and it's not cute. Yeah. At all. Yeah. Wow. And yeah, I mean, people like you and I are lucky that we have a little bit of charisma. Yes, we are. I mean Yes, we are. God. I know. To walk around not fucking faded. The f- yeah. The things that I would have say a to people. Bit of like, a, you know. <laughs> A little bit of a, a knack for it. Yeah. Yes. A, uh, yeah. I was I was good at drinking too. Yeah. Charisma. I mean, and the other thing is like pandemic. So, like age, pandemic. Uh, for in my case, baby baby having. Um, there's not much cause for drink. There's not much occasion to drink. Mm-hmm. Actually. Yeah. No. You know what I mean? Uh, of course. But, I, I mean do. that's part of why the sober January is just like. 
There are no holidays. Pretty fucking easy. Like, I don't yeah. see anyone. I have to wake up at 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. most days. Um, I'm nervous as fuck about, I mean, that's a great reason to drink, but. Like, yes. I could drink about anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and Lizzie and I were getting into some real, um, like, you know, like, just like, m- mom and dad and their natural wine. Like. <laughs> right. <laughs> that shit's expensive. I wouldn't know. I quit drinking before that. Before the natty wine hit. Yeah. Damn. And before the uh, hard seltzers, which You're lucky I am so because upset because I would have loved That those. stuff is interesting I and cute and all the labels look so good. So it's like, you're I like, know. oh my God, am I, is this, is this like reading? Yeah, it's like reading. <laughs> it's like reading. Am I an art collector? <laughs> yeah. No, that stuff is... Damn, I was really upset when those came out, and I was yeah. like so burned. I was like, I can't. But they're it. all like tw- the good ones are all like twenty nine dollars. Well, everything good is expensive. Yeah, like including healthcare. <laughs> Isn't that something? My God, I know we don't have to have that conversation right now. Oh my God! But it is so important <laughs> to stay healthy, so to avoid trips and visits to the doctors also like and i think one thing that has become increasingly clear to me i sort of have known this but it's just true is that for me things increasingly are holistic um by which i mean when i'm getting fucked up on alcohol there's any number of other things that go along with it. Like, right. It makes like, doing I other drugs it, easier. I well, that, there's that. That's been, that I've put behind me. It used to be like, oh my God, three beers, call a guy. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that phase of my life, actually, I mean, that went on for a long time, but it's now been a while. I'm um, happy to hear that. Thank you. That was one I kind of knew was going to kill me. Uh, Absolutely. A little bit more more quicker. Yeah, it's killed a lot of people. Yeah, no. Drugs. A hard, lot. Hard, hard and like just I don't know that shit goes on for way longer than you ever it's not fun either intended it's not fun it's, yeah <laughs> um, like you're not having fun when you're staying up until 8 in the morning and just like talking no. over each other it's not fun um, but sorry well, oh Go yeah on. no but just like um, appetite eating like normal food mm-hmm. exercising um, You've been exercising. Yeah. Wow. What do you? But do? like, I can't do any of that shit when I'm when you're hungover. When I'm hungover. So or like drunk. Yeah. And I would say like my average, even in my like responsible like you know new dad kind of drinking habit, like I was like when we were being honest with ourselves, um, Lizzie and I were like, well, if we had to really put a number on it, there's still like, you know, minimum one if not two days a week, where we're super fucking hungover. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, like, a lot. Yeah. And it really, like, will interrupt your flow because... It's really wild to think about that. Yeah. Um, And it's just brutal Mm -hmm. because, like, all the stuff, whatever you're going to do with a hangover, it's going to be some form of, like, escapism and checking out. 100%. Um, Whether it's sleeping or just, like, watching TV Mm -hmm. or eating fucked up food. But, like... You can't shut off a newborn baby. Yeah. I mean, you you can ignore them, but like we're not doing that. So it's just like I'm happy to hear that. It's too. like 
suddenly you're in like this baby prison instead of like a baby heaven. Because you can't drink. Because you're so fucking hungover and they're so demanding. Because you're so, right, yeah, that must suck. It takes like, you know, it takes (laughs) like 30 minutes to feed the baby and then like 20 minutes to birth them and then they're like fucking shit and then change them and then blah, blah, blah. And then they need to be played with. It's it's hideous. Especially starting at 6 a.m. is one of the it's one of the worst feelings you can have in I, terms of like the combination I'm getting of, like sick thinking yeah, about it the combination <laughs> of you know physical discomfort of having to be up in Adam yeah like that yeah um, Jesus combined with the um mental pain uh, and guilt of yes, not really being able to shit. care for your child is yeah brutal yeah I can imagine horrendous yeah absolute nightmare so that's a, a real, that's a good reason to to you know yeah, so it's a little bit. I Lessen feel like it's kind drinking. of no fair, like for me to for what to no be fair? like, which is like why I was trying to say like it's not just like hashtag sober January for me. Like that's what I'm I was kind of like at an into. age and station in my life where like the writing is on the fucking wall. Really? Wow. Yeah, that's a huge, huge realization and admittal. Admittal. Is that a word? Admittance. Admitment? Admittance. Admission. Admission. Well, admittance is a word. Yeah, but the... Well, admission a, is like to get into something, but yeah. I think it's also an admission. Like, right. I think it's one of those things where it's like admits, admission, admittance. Uh, yeah, well... Admittance. You admitted to yourself that it, that you have a problem and it's time to stop. Yeah. Yeah. It's difficult because there's all these gray areas. Like, of course, of I mean, course. This, a, a, I a certain, know all about those. A certain alcoholic might um, take offense to this issue because it shouldn't be taken lightly to have like severe destructive addiction. But there's times at which I wish I was a little more cut and dry of a case. You know, because like I said, like I don't fall down. I don't, blah, 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 you know, like there's I don't, I don't get fired from my job. I don't this. I don't that. Yeah, there's and, always like, justifications. I don't, you know, I don't. I'm not violent. I don't put myself in dangerous situations yeah, other than like bottom. the long term. Yeah, like what do they call it? A high bottom. Or sounds uh, like a like a sex. It does. <laughs> a high bottom. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. That, is that what you were I have a high bottom. Okay, yeah. So you never, like, got all, like, have a sob story. Like, no. Like, a, like, like an alcoholic. Like, I used to work with this woman who's like, would always say shit like, uh, her joke was like, if I, like, I'm afraid if I have a sip of beer, like, one time I did that and, like, I woke up in Chicago. Yeah, you know? and you, like, didn't believe her, but she was I didn't really serious. believe her, but I think she was telling a real story, yeah. Yeah, no, I, yeah. That's... Um, like, there's none of that shit. Right, but right. there is like I have one glass of wine and then I have nine. Yeah, and that is going that goes on and on and on. And yeah, on. never. It's like so tiresome. Yeah, and before this month, you can't remember the last time you went a week. Yeah, yeah. And I've been living in fear for my that I'm physically damaging my body. Which you are. Which I call is poison. Which I am. Honestly, it's also one of those things. Sorry. No, I was gonna say. I, I know you. I was going to ask how you're how you're feeling about it now. If you've gotten any cravings or well, like no, just I, I just noticed physically and mentally. How are you feeling? What's crazy is it like for me really wasn't that hard. And again, it might be cir- somewhat circumstantial with the moment, 
But well, I kind of remember it from before. It's like once I really was like, okay, like, yeah, let's get into it. Because it kind of gets gamified. Usually coincides with me wanting to lose some weight, like stuff like that. Right, right. And uh, and then you're just in it. And like, it doesn't, it's the, not, it was never that hard uh, for me. And the first like three days? The first three days are a little bit like, huh, huh, but... <laughs> The, the, <laughs> but, the first but, three days were, I'm like, ha, ha, ha. were but, fucked but up the for reward, me. When you have to wake up and like, you know, because I was already being like, I remember like uh, I saw a friend right before um, we had a baby and he has kids and he was like, and he said to me, I was like, oh man, if I have more than like one drink, if I have even two drinks, like it's fucking me up in the morning um, with the kid. And I was like, all right, two drinks. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, that's not really my problem. My problem is 11 drinks, blah, yes. blah, blah. But yes. sure enough, like, ha- I just hadn't had to wake up like that. Um, and also, like, have the presence of mind to be like, now I'm taking care of my child. It's so, like, a wonderful thing to do. And you- I really could feel like the, the two or three drinks. Um, so the reward that I experienced was really palpable. It didn't seem like oh, I'm just doing this to prove that I can. It's like in this moment in time for me to it's, to be sober is immediately that. rewarded. And also it might be a necessity at, yeah. at this point. And But then like more subtle things, like because I'm pretty moody mm-hmm. um, and I can be very like mean, angry and kind of mean mm-hmm. and like just like put out by like, just having to accommodate other people in my life. It's like, this yeah. is nothing I'm proud of. It's just like, I'm like a testy fucking guy. But you're in therapy. Yeah, I'm in therapy. Um, my dad had a lot of, was also a fun-loving, kind of wonderful guy with like anger issues. Mm. Still is. Anyway, it kind of, uh, like all that evens out. And the general like stress that I feel a lot of times about my ability to like um, juggle family life with like personal creative life mm-hmm. and relationships and 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 making money mm-hmm. um you know i just like bang my head against the wall about that shit all the time and uh meanwhile you're just like doing it yeah to the be- you're doing your best yes um and being sober i think eliminates a very kind of justified amount of guilt that i'm compromising my ability to deal with these things absolutely it frees up a lot of time also totally i still don't totally know what to do with my evenings i I just go to bed earlier (laughs) yeah i remember that part um just like what am i supposed to do what am i supposed to do (laughs) tiktok yeah no i i totally remember that um that's when I like would got into hobbies. Maybe you could like draw or something. Yeah, you know. No, there is a lot of um. You I got know, just really like personal into hobbies. administrative work too. It's like just really basic shit. Like no, I I'm feel just, like, like at the I feel like, like that time of day. Oh, I should send an email. You should. People. I feel like you should have like. <laughs> I think it's really important for you to have like, a mindful, peaceful time that's like for yourself and to an it to enrich your inner world. I think that um, you you gain that once you give up drinking. You'll see, you'll see that, like, you, you'll find things that you like to do that don't involve drinking. Totally. Like, you absolutely will. Maybe I'll start, like, whittling or something, you know? Yeah. Which would I'm be re- cool. I'm reading—you can't—I can't read books 
Batard. Drink with any, not even like drunk, but just like. Batard. Like, if no I'm going to read any kind of book, it's going to happen at night probably. Mm-hmm. And it's not like as soon as that first like glass of booze touches my lips, like that's not happening. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's some, but so I've been, you know, falling asleep to books. I actually like, it was so basic. I just, maybe it's not. It's a she's, nice healthy way she's to fall fine. asleep. I got the new, um, it's called a book of essays, but it's really short stories or memoirs Lydia? by Rachel oh. Kushner. Oh, how is it? I've read the first three. Um, she's a very readable writer. <laughs> cool. But I don't read that much. But that wasn't something that you were doing in your life when you were drinking. Hell no. I strictly listen to tunes, like, yeah. obsessively. Yeah. It's, yeah. like, maniacal. It's wild how much how music sounds so good when you're fucked up. Why it's incredible. Is Why is that? But also, you will learn that... It it still feels really good when you're when you're not fucked up, like I was. Yeah, I was just. In, well, there's a lot of things like that. Yeah, like you'll rediscover things that you love I that mean, you totally forgot about. One. But I don't want even want to get like too into um, sex. Oh yeah, I was S-E-X. terrified to do that. But um, yeah. But what? What what do you have to say on that? It's better? It can be. Um, it's more important in a way when you don't have um, another sort of daily form of uh, release and pleasure. Catharsis, yeah. So, um, so you, that's that's good. And it can rekindle um, sobriety, I think, can, re- can it necessarily makes um, things more intimate. Yeah. Oh my God. Totally. When I when I first uh, quit drinking, the thought of sober sex terrified me. Yeah. Terrified I me. I mean, like dating being or something present, like that. That would be fucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why they um, in the program they recommend to not date anyone for your first year. Yeah. 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 Which makes sense. But you're lucky that you have a loving wife and. Oh my God. A support system. I am. But you also need to be the support system for your son, and hundred. <laughs> and so, do you, so you think sober January will extend? Yeah, um, I, I'm. It's still up in the air. One day at a time. One day at a time. Um, How many days? Sometimes. Do you have now? What's the date? Like two weeks. 20? You have two weeks. Yeah. Fourteen uh, days. A little more, I guess. What is it? Wednesday. I have no idea. It's Wednesday, right? Yeah, I have six, yeah. 16. Congratulations. 16 um, I didn't start until, I think, the second. I understand. Third. Yeah, I get you know, it. I, I know how New it is. New Year's. I know how it is. Yeah. I, we actually partied on New Year's. <laughs> 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 like, for real. Yeah, I believe you. Um, it was weird. Uh, and um, what was the question? I forgot. What was I? Uh, if you were if you oh, were thinking about extending Very important it. question. Yeah. Um Sometimes we talk about things like I have I have a friend who only drinks on the weekends. That yeah, my mom tried that. Yeah. It didn't work. Arranging the chairs on the Titanic, they say. 
Exactly. I will say this. That's a really good one. I haven't heard that You one. don't know that expression? No, it's, it's like good. A, the expression. It's great. <laughs> um, they usually say that when people that are like true addicts like try like switch, switching drugs. Yeah. Like, oh, I just smoke weed now, which I do. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's fine un- unless weed makes your life unmanageable. It doesn't make my life unmanageable. I don't know what's I always joke around, like, it's just been, like, 25 years where I've just been trying to figure out what the f- what it does. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, still, Again, just I'm still try- researching the effects of marijuana <laughs> right. since I started in 1995, yeah. and I haven't, <laughs> the results are still inconclusive, so. I've never had a good experience on the stuff. I spend a lot of time alone, so it's kind of low stakes, I can get baked out of my gourd. You don't, you don't get, like, the, the bad thoughts? Well, that you... Oh, for sure. I mean, it's part of it. Yeah, the bad thoughts. <laughs> yeah, you gotta work through that. Yeah. But, I mean, one thing I will say is it used to really stress me out and make me want to drink. I found that, like, when I had spent a day smoking weed, um, I would be so fried off yeah. of it that mm-hmm. my kind of, like, nerves would be shot. And you would, have like, to drink Really be like, oh my god, like, I, I, I'm just gonna pour a Yep. pint of beer down my throat in one yeah. gulp. That's and my experience with weed smoking. God, like I just, good. I need a drink right, like I, yeah. I, right now. Totally. To feel normal. Um, But yeah, now I walk home and it's just like, oh, hey, baby. <laughs> and then, yeah, put him to bed and like uh, go <laughs> like 40 minutes later. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm, well, I'm I, I, I feel like you still haven't experienced like the, the, best parts of feeling sober i have like because they it it takes a little longer than two weeks yeah like right now it you're very vulnerable i i i can imagine i can't speak for you i i just from from my experience the the first the first two months were the first month was fucked the second month got a little easier but not really but by the third month, that's um, where the rubber I, hits the road. Yeah, that's when I was like, well, the thir- for me, my third month of sobriety coincided with my brother dying. Yeah. So it would have been so easy to drink. Would have been so easy to drink about that. Like I wanted. But did to, you also feel but, like, oh my god, God knows what would happen. Yeah, I, I was, was like, yeah, I was like, I need to be sober to like take care of all of these arrangements and like right. be the parent essentially because my parents were, they couldn't handle it. Right. So that tragedy was really helpful for my sobriety, but I feel like that would have been the time that I could have enjoyed finding hobbies or something. But I mean, whatever. I'm just really glad that I got through that without drinking. Yeah. It would have been really, I wouldn't have been able, I would have been, I probably would have died, you know? Right. Yeah. So I'm just saying, you you, you start to feel really good and you probably, you tra- no tragedies, no tragedies, not going There's wood. an excitement surrounding it um, that I feel, you know, curious about. There's also that thing of like, oh my God, like, if only I hadn't been drinking all these 15 years, like, 
I'd be like, you know, rich and famous by no. now. It's like, like the first, but it's like, it, you're still you. And like, yeah, there's a reason you. you were drinking exactly. and filling up space exactly. that like you weren't otherwise prepared to uh-huh. fill productively. When, you, when you're ready, you know. But when has that, when does that switch over to like, you're filling up space that you actually are fully prepared to fill productively. And like, uh-huh. you have to be able to like catch that at yeah. a certain point. And like, yeah. I feel a little bit like I'm there. Like if I just stay uh like sober little just one temple day that one i'll just time. like um that things will just sort of like fall into place that because usually of just, like, happens the continuity like, of I'm, it all like I'm, not being so fucking interrupted you know like one to two times a week it really is like a magical thing that happens like once you quit drinking you like have like that weight lifted things do fall into place I, I'm, I, I, yeah. they, they just, they do. And it helps you relax because you know you're not like at risk of like being on, for me, it all comes down to like, or not all, but it comes down in large part to work. It's just relaxing to know like, I could do this like tonight. I could do this Saturday or Sunday. I'm mm-hmm. not going to be like completely fucking. Yeah. Yeah, and I think you know, I think it's really good for to be wasted, present. Such a good term. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's like no denying that drinking like, wasted, is so like, cool. That's kind of a serious thing to say that you wasted. Were, that you were wasted. Yeah, it's, it's so actually intense. Yeah. to think of being wasted. Shit face. Yeah, shit face. <laughs> People call themselves that. They say. They re- they'll be regaling you with a story that they think is funny and cute about yeah. that, how they were shit faced and wasted. Yeah, funny and cute. Terrible. Yeah, yeah. just terrible. Yeah. Uh, another thing that happens once you like are off the sauce for a little while is you get you become Shwasted. better than everybody else in your mind. Oh God! And you actually are. That is the that's the good spot. Once you're on <laughs> I thought that, you were, I thought that was going to be cautionary. No, once, like, don't think you're better. No, like once once you're there, that you're like, no, I'm fucking you, better. You're like a winner, a champion, winner, and that is such a cool feeling. Yeah, and I think you would get a lot out of that feeling. Well, it's good to feel like. <laughs> better than other people well it's good to feel deserving of success Mm -hmm. so if you have something that's like i think kind of like a prerequisite of success success. whatever your definition of success mine is rich and famous same people have different same rich and famous for me rich and famous that's all i want to not chasing me down the street just in my little milieu i would like to have fame and fortune fame and fortune yeah that's um, mine too that's you know uh so that's my that just my version <laughs> but um maybe we'll it's maybe hard, this I feel like will it, be our big break yeah you have podcast. to feel like you have to yeah feeling deserving of that i think is a prerequisite of getting it and it's hard to feel like you deserve it when you know that you are getting wasted yeah. we're wasting shit your face. shit face yeah uh-huh. you know yeah the guilt that comes with it is we're, pretty intense and the anxiety oh yeah yeah, it's Forget nice. Forget about it. It's just, it's such a simple thing that makes... That's the other thing, <laughs> is it's so hard to do things. And the beauty of 
sobriety is that it is simply not doing something. Mm -hmm. There's very few things, if anything, that you can feel so productive by simply not doing. Unless maybe you do something worse, then it's like, oh, good. I'm so glad I stopped, like, you know. Yeah, that's really good, Andy. Kidnapping cats and, you know. I think we'll use that for the cold open. That's a nice sentiment. Yeah, and you just all you got to do is not do it. Yeah, but yeah, that's a really good way to look at yeah. it. Go to the gym it's, every it day. Seems that's like fucking not... hard. But yes, what it if is. someone was like, just, just don't, don't go mm-hmm. ever? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's it. <laughs> oh, that's good. Well, Andy, congratulations on your sobriety and your fatherhood. Thanks. And have you we'll see how it goes. Ha- I, I'm, I, I don't want to like over. I'm just enjoying a moment of sobriety and yeah, yeah. It's don't ex- and don't it's exciting put any to me, but I don't want to like. On, don't put yourself. I don't want to belittle people's like sober journeys that have are like way involved. But no, no, no. I, I everyone's sober journey is totally different. That's why <laughs> I like have this podcast because. I don't know. I've been going to meetings lately, mostly just because I'm able to leave my house and I can socialize again because I was depressed for a really long time and couldn't leave my bed. But um, I love going to the meetings, but there's a lot. It's just... I mean, I would I, every, probably love them. You would absolutely Plus love them. Plus, I live them. downtown, so it's like... You oh would love God, them. Like, You'd cool. see like some, some cool... Brian here or whatever. <laughs> You'd see some cool people. <laughs> Uh, you would love them because you definitely walk out of there feeling like a winner. Yeah. But uh, there's just like with the with the meetings, it's very like cut and dry sobriety. Like you don't do drugs, you don't do any of the things. Right. That, which is something that I. Yeah, I don't know. Cause I think because with the kratom. Well, I actually am. <laughs> kratom. Thir- Kratom. I'm 33 days off of that stuff. Oh, nice. But I've never again, tried it. Again, but don't I'm you just feel having like it, a sober didn't you say moment. Like it helped you get sober? No. I mean, it replaced alcohol is what it ended up doing. It arranged the chairs on the Titanic. Yes, exactly. But I still do. I love Kratom, and I'm kind of having a similar relationship that you're having to alcohol with Kratom. Like, I'm just looking at it as like a little sobriety moment. With right. off of kratom, because yeah. I'm not ready to let that go yet. I, I yeah. and I know it's just it's. I I know I should because it did make my life become unmanageable because I was like staying up all night doing like rearranging my plants and just like staring at the furniture to see like what I can do to make it better and just like like crackhead stuff <laughs> and then yeah and it and it would ruin the following day the same way a hangover would because i'd be sleeping all day because i was up all night it was just stupid but uh i i love kratom and i think it's a great uh harm reduction herb. harm reduction yeah, yeah it keeps people off because of, it has an opioid effect Right, and it keeps people off of you know the the hard stuff. But I yeah. think it's dangerous for alcoholics because it's so easy to uh, replace it. Right, uh, and the fact that there's like kratom bars all over the city, it's this you get the same feeling of like sitting at a bar and drinking. I take a lot of walks, and it's kind of crazy, like not drinking and then like walking around the East Village. 
Is it what do you, what do you get out of that? I just feel like downtown is such a especially the East Village, but other parts too. It's like it's such a it's triggering for drinkers. Mm-hmm. It's like the main thing that's going on. It's like bars and restaurants. You, get, you and don't like, you don't like and, feel. And then there's just like twenty years of like experience of like you know ghosts. Right, but when you see like people doing Sunday Fun Day in the East Village. You don't. I've always thought that shit was kind of like right, but when you see like a bu- hour, obvious. I'm like, oh, what? You're that's not a, real drinking. You, I know. I'm yeah. with you. But when you see like people out drunk <laughs> now, are you kind of like it's? You can see yourself objectively. Well, I, I don't. Know. I mean, I think like I don't see people. What I mean to say is, I don't really see people, and that's kind of what's TBD. Like, right? Um, okay, that's that, what's like, helping what, you. Like we're in this freaking pandemic, sauce. and I'm with this baby and whatever. So like. If and some of that stuff is like never coming back for me just because I have had a kid and I am older yeah. and blah, blah, blah. And it's kind of like this is where this is. Uh, you can still be cool. Check, please. Just so you know. You know. You can still be cool. Yeah, I can still be cool. But in we, small when, increments. But I do hope that my life becomes a little bit more social um, as we get through this like kind of like baby last wave of, of you know. And COVID. COVID yeah. And AMI. And um and baby yeah get bigger oh my gosh um, when you when you start bringing him to openings so that'll be that'll be like a new new a new phase yeah. just like how am I gonna respond when um well um, that's that's good then maybe that's why January is a great time to stop drinking yeah we'll rot uh, because gotta there's get home to my kid yeah because it's so cold and there's nothing to do um, yeah well okay so on that. Andy, I'm very proud of you. Thank you. I'm proud of you. And I'm happy to know you. Thank you for joining me on this podcast journey. It's been a freaking blast. It really has been. And the Tacoma, you could like rent it out to people. Just to record pods. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. You have to get home to your baby and I have to mail these packages. So. That's all Quick from us. Quick stop at the post office, and then we must be going yes, our separate yes, ways. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Goodbye, <laughs> listeners. Talk to you soon. Take or- care, everyone. Goodbye. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing to the Al Anonymous Patreon at patreon.com slash alanonymous. And if you don't feel like paying for my otherwise free podcast, perhaps you could subscribe, rate, and review Al Anonymous on iTunes and all the other places that you get your podcast streaming. And finally, if you are technologically impaired, Maybe you can just tell all of your friends how much you love this podcast, Al Anonymous, and me, Al. Thank you, and I love you all.